Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Jordana. And I'm Sammy. And today we are covering the latest TV releases, including the new season of Curb and You. Plus, we're going to talk about the Alec Baldwin incident and recap the most recent episode of Succession. But first, it is Halloween weekend, so I'm excited to hear about your plans, Jordana. Sure. I actually do have Halloween plans. I'm excited about them. Um, Mike's, what one of they? Mike's friends is having like a... Halloween dinner party on Saturday. So we're getting dressed up and it's like a potluck dinner party Halloween thing. What are you, what is your pot? Like luck. What oh. is your potluck? <laughs> you know? Oh, okay. So we are, we slash Mike are making a caprese salad and I am making a funfetti cake. Very difficult. Great. I mean, those are, those are the items I would be after at the potluck dinner. Yeah, originally someone gave us charcuterie and I was like, I'm not doing charcuterie cuz like if you want you can do like a shitty charcuterie like easily. Yeah. But if you want to do like a good one, it's like expensive. It's expensive and it's kind of a pain in the ass to like gather all the stuff. Right, you and it's to go to also, a special store. Right, you have to go to a special store and you also have to like um arrange it nicely. It's like an artist should be the charcuterie person. Right. Like, I'll make a charcuterie if it's something's in my home, too. I'm not, right. like, transporting a charcuterie board to... Yeah. The host like should the make a charcuterie. Side. Oh, you're going <laughs> to the Upper West Side? Well, I don't live yeah. there anymore, so whatever. Um, <laughs> what yeah. are you doing? I'm doing nothing. <laughs> I have no plans okay. for Halloween. Avi keeps trying to make me go to this concert with him, but I'm like, no, thank you. I don't really want to get dressed up and, like, go to a loud concert. And <laughs> Is it a costume concert? It is a costume concert. Okay. And I'm like, Here's no, what- I'm not going to get dressed up. Like, I'm not doing this. You know what I'm excited about is the fact, and I spoke about this with Jared on our Sunday episode that's coming out on Sunday, is like Halloween's on a Sunday. So like the night to do Halloween is one day, yeah. Saturday. Right. It's not going to be like when it's in between the weeks and then there's like costumes before and costumes after. And it's just like a little too much costume by the end of it. Right. Well, you know, I'm not going to be doing any costumes, but... Um I do wish everyone who is lots of luck, and I hope that you know the costumes. The costumes are a hit. Well, next year, um, hopefully, we'll be even more post COVID, and we can do a real hobby's birthday Halloween party. Yeah, that was fun. The, that yeah, year. that was kind of my plan going forward, but COVID fucked it up. Um, we didn't end up doing the Squid Game party. Too many logistics. Too last minute. Not enough time. So next year, Halloween party for Avi. <laughs> I'm excited about that. Um, and how are you on the whole two kids thing? Oh, it's I'm pregnant. Fun. I'm kidding. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be a very quick turnaround yeah. on, well, your, on your plan. Although, actually, not beyond the realm of your impulsivity. Well, it just, do you think that, like, it could have even been possible? Like, I would have had to be ovulating last Thursday, and I would, would have had, had to have sex you were t- that right. day. For you to know... For you to know that you were already, you could be pregnant, like 
and not know. But for you to know after deciding this last week, probably um I'm not, not pregnant. Possible. I'm not okay. pregnant. <laughs> I've been on my birth control. I'm definitely not pregnant. Um, nothing has happened other than, you know, Avi didn't change his mind. So, you know. Right. Do you like, okay, oh, back to Halloween. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That there's no updates on that front. Yeah. Do you, what do you think about like the Halloween vibes? Like Halloween movies? This year? Halloween, just generally. Oh. Um, I don't really feel very like in them because like I'm I feel like at my age although like I guess that's like stupid because like at any age you could celebrate but I just feel like right now I'm not in like a Halloween celebrating phase like you know it's just like I just kind of don't care this year but maybe in a future year I can care I agree generally like in past years I've cared in future years I'll care I feel like when you have like a kid, Halloween's like the most fun because you get to see a little kid in their little outfits. Yeah, totally. And, you know, and like dress them up and take them trick or treating. It's like so fun for them. And then you are in college and there's like fun parties. And right. And then there's the period. And maybe even after, a few years after college, there's like some fun parties. Halloween and is then- fun from like zero to 27 ages. Yes. <laughs> and then again, at like whenever you have your kid or like if you're friends are like fun and do halloween parties also right which clearly mics are but like none of our friends are they don't this is like a rare occurrence for them like they don't usually do they don't do like an annual halloween party but i think i was kind of like it was like kind of like well, should we do it and i was like yeah do it do it i don't have like any plans right. you'll have, push like, no someone plans. else into doing <laughs> plans are so much harder to come by in um in the fall you think why you think? I just think like the sum- my summer was like jam packed, and now I haven't had plans in like a bit. Right. Well, if you want, I mean, I'll have plans. Like, do you want to come over? Like, you know, yeah, you know we, I mean? should, we should make plans. Yeah. Okay. Let's have some plans. Like, let's go to dinner, or we could. I could make dinner, or like. Oh wow! You know, anything. You can make dinner. Yeah. You have a table. Wow. I have a table. The table fits six people, but we only have four chairs. So you should have a dinner party. But we only I'll have- bring, bring your own chair. Bring your own chair. Okay. Our apartment's like a little small for a big dinner party. We could do like three or four couples, you know? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. All right. I love that. Dinner party, I feel like, is like the the prime. When I think about like the exciting things in your 30s for going out. Yeah. I feel like dinner party is kind of up there. I mean, I right? love to host a dinner party. Like, I, it's my favorite thing to do. I just don't like... You know, it just never occurred to me that, like, I have to invite people. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, you kind of do, you do a very small dinner party for you and Avi, probably nightly. I do. I do a nightly so dinner party. Just, like, adding more people. I mean, that's the idea of, like, Shabbat. We used to do that in college, too. It's like, yeah, should we that do, was so much fun. Should we do a Shabbat dinner? Like, should I arrange a Shabbat dinner? Totally. Okay. I mean, not this week, because I already have plans. Right. Okay. But maybe, <laughs> maybe but, in, like, two weeks. Yeah. Well, your wedding or, you know, is in like three or December. Weeks. I okay. Want, want Dece- oh, we should do like a holiday dinner party. How oh, fun would that be? yes, yes, that'll be very fun. Okay, and then we can go into the other room, which there's not that many rooms because it's apartment, and do like games. <laughs> the Please other- join me. Do you know, like in the old, like the olden, like dinner party things, it's like, and then we're gonna go into the drawing room. <clears throat> Yeah, we and don't like have play. a drawing room. <laughs> we have, or the- someone will play the piano. <laughs> yeah, we we don't have a drawing room. We have um. We just have the living room and then a very small office and then a very small bedroom. So 
Right. There will be the no only drawing perk room. of having a house, so you can have people. In your Even if we had room. like a porch, that would be great. That would be so yeah. much. Fun. You have a big apartment. Um, last night I went to go visit Miranda and her new baby, who's really, really cute and small. And she's like, she's like, Jordy hates Long Island City. I'm like, yeah, I know. And she's like, she's like, but she really hates it. I'm like, yeah. I'm very excited to move. I'll put it like that. <laughs> yeah. Like you just moved to the wrong part. Yeah, I moved to the wrong part. Apartment's nice, but like I'm ready to get out of here. Although I have like five more months on my lease. So <laughs> <laughs> Well, like you're going on your honeymoon. You're having yeah, your wedding. My wedding. It's fine. It's not like it's fine. I'm like a little bit I'm bitching a little bit. Like it's totally it's perfectly fine. There's nothing like terrible about it. I just like when the opportunity presents itself, I will leave. You're you're getting the fuck out of there. Okay. Yes. All right, fine. I understand. But- you know, this isn't like war torn Poland or no, like I don't something. think it's so. like it's fine. It's newly it's fine. developed Long Island City. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's really funny. Okay. Well are, don't come for me, anyone who lives here. There's nice parts of it. I think I you just, picked you the know. wrong part is the biggest thing. I did. Issue. We picked the wrong area. Um and we should have moved closer to the water. But well, that's okay. neither here nor there. <laughs> you live and you learn. It's a one year lease. We haven't purchased this. Good call. So, you know. You'll be out of there soon. There are worse things. It's fine. Yeah. And then you'll, you know, I don't know. We'll, I don't know where we'll we'll move next because our lease is almost up too in March. Oh, yeah. We're like around, you're like March 31st, right? And we're, uh, we're April 7th. We should Uh, just decide together. Where should we go? What neighborhood should we go? I don't know. I'm not, I'm no longer ever letting Mike pick the (laughs) neighborhood. Well, honestly, the Upper East Side is very, very popular. Lots of friends in the area. So I know everyone seems to be like there. So I thought about it. Okay. Also, I move back to Williamsburg. I would move to the Upper the East Upper Side. The Upper East Side is also shadily economical. Like, they're it's the cheapest area. Like, I can't explain. Like, why well, know? Like, why? I know. I know. Like, stereotypically, it's not well because obviously, like, if you're living like west of Park Avenue and your apartment's on Park Avenue and you have like that kind of apartment, it's a very expensive if a place. Little, if, you're, if you're willing to walk like three blocks to the subway. No, my, like the subway's two blocks from me. It's not far. Like, they built the queue. So even if you live east, it doesn't matter. But but um, something, I was I was looking at Zillow. I was looking at, like, apartments all over the city. And, like, an apartment in the West Village, like, the cheapest one is, like, $2 million. And then the next one is, like, $5 million. But if you look at an apartment, you look at apartments on the Upper East Side, like, you can get a nice, big apartment, like, for over one billion, you know, so it's like huh. it's it's really crazy, like how much more affordable the Upper East Side is, and that's yeah. that's even like I was just looking at that Which for is like interesting because it also has this rents are like rents are the same. It also has this reputation of being like an expensive like Upper East Side mom like life. This, so it it doesn't make any more sense because. Areas. There's way more expensive areas because, like, this apart, my apartment would cost so much more downtown. Like, you right. couldn't find this for this price downtown. So, and it's interesting why. I mean, I guess the the cool, like, it's a, it's a cooler vibe in like the West Village. If you like walk those streets, it feels like a classic kind of New York thing. Yeah, but like, and it, when um, I mean, I've always lived like, when I lived in the city, I lived downtown. It was, if you're going out, if you're like out on the town, like nothing. If you're single and you're going out. 
living downtown yeah. New York is like the place to be. Like everything is there and like dates are there and like good clubs restaurants are there. Are there. Restaurants yeah. are there. Like it's like a good place to be like single and going out. But I, I, but I think once you're our age and you're not really going, you're not like we're, we're pre-gaming and then going to the bar, which is right. not our life anymore. Um, Upper East Side like is better almost because like you're away from now i'm like i don't want to be near the people who are going out well not right well not, right it's like if you go out on a saturday night on the upper east side it's like not you know you have a bunch of people sitting at restaurants but it's not like a mob scene like you don't have like crazy lines for bars or anything like that but right. you do run into a lot of strollers so that is true <laughs> there's yeah. that I really liked Williamsburg, although also not the most conveniently located place. But no. maybe I will look into that. We'll again. we'll discuss we'll more offline. It. Yeah, and we'll just we can just we can make this like a January discussion where we communally decide where we're moving together, so that we can be close to each other for dinner parties. Yeah, I again, <laughs> I'm gonna invite you up here. So <laughs> great, very excited. Where there's already lots of friends. <laughs> Okay, should we talk about something that's relevant to, like, everybody? (laughs) Yes, probably. Do you think people are interested in this? I did get good feedback about our pregnancy conversation via DM. but that's nice. But I think people just – I think there's a – anytime I talk about pregnancy anywhere publicly, like, on a podcast, people are, like, happy that, like, we talked about it. Although sometimes they don't like it. I will say that. Like, on different – on DST, they're, like, not enough – too much mom stuff. Well, I think it's sort of like a, you know, it's like any other topic. Like if you're in, if you're, it's like Real Housewives. If you love it, you love it. And if you don't, you want like nothing to do with it. Yeah. So I think it's interesting, but I'm also like personally interested. You're also the one who's moving. That's true. Um, So should we talk about Alec Baldwin? Yeah. What a sad, sad story. I feel really bad for everybody involved. That was crazy. I don't understand how it... I mean, I guess they're investigating it. I just don't understand how it happened. And, like, it was, like, two bu- two bullets or one bullet hit two people. There was, like, two people shot at once. I didn't really understand that part. Well, okay. So, the basically, like, the way I think there was still a bullet in it is because I think according to, like, some investigating they were doing, some of the crew members had taken the bullet, had taken the, gu- the prop gun which is a real gun that they just don't use real bullets in. And like they were doing like a target practice that morning with real bullets, just like as a fun crew member activity. And I guess it still had something in it. And then Alec Baldwin, so according to like all the facts of what happened, Alec Baldwin was told as he was being handed the gun um, that it was a cold gun. So there was no bullets. Correct. Or that it was, like, not going to, you know, that it was safe. And then apparently the person who had handed it to him had already had, like, some safety warnings. And that person got fired. Um, So it really just comes down to, like, people just not following, like, the safety protocols and just not being safe enough. Yeah. I mean, if you have guns on a set, you would imagine that would be, like, a very strict policy around everything involving it i mean you can have the policy but if people don't do the policy or if it's not enforced like right and the people who are responsible for it 
are like taking it out for like a spin in the morning. Again, like, I don't understand the two. How did two people get shot? I mean, I think sometimes there's like, I don't know how did like two people get shot in the JFK thing. I don't I'm not sure. It might have been like two bullets were, right. you know, it could have been like one was a twice. real bullet or like one was a like a casing of a bullet. Because even if you don't get hit with a real bullet, like you could still get injured. That's true. Okay. I mean, terrible, terrible thing. Alec Baldwin must feel like really Awful. shitty he like he does could you imagine now he like he has to live with that too for like the rest of his life right could you imagine like like how would you feel if you like accidentally killed someone like that is the scariest That's prospect because like it's like thing. you pretty much feel like oh i'm safe from being a murderer like i'm not gonna murder anyone you know <laughs> like, yeah i mean that's my biggest fear when driving right it's same. just like because i'm not the best driver and i'm like i obviously like i don't don't like put myself in a situation where I could do that, but I'm just kind of like, I'm like, it's always a possibility when you're driving. It's kind of like, to me, it would be like a, with a gun. Like it's always a possibility if you were holding or around a gun. So. Um. Right. It's just a little more like salient because it's like, no one thinks you're getting in a car. Like that's a, why I hate driving in the city. There's people like darting in front of your car and then like darting away. And I'm, I'm like crossing when they're not supposed to cross. And I'm just like, don't you know that, like, I'm not that good at this? <laughs> they, they don't know that. No, they assume that, oh, you must have passed your driving test. No, it's Which true. Mo- did, people are scary, such bad yeah. drivers. But it's like, here's the thing. It's like, it, I don't know if it's that people are, like, bad drivers. It's that, like, people have poor attention spans. Like, you know, you could be, like, a good, what is a good driver? Like, someone who has, like, quick reflexes. And it's really, a good driver is someone who's been driving a lot frequently, like, for a long time. Okay. To me. Kind of like, because when I drive, I haven't, I don't drive every day. Right. And now that we get back, like before I, we got our car, I was not driving. I hadn't driven. I drove like twice a year. Right. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not like as on this as I would be if I were, you know, driving to work every single day or driving, especially driving in the city. It's terrible. Right. But anyway, this is about Alec Baldwin, not yeah. my driving skills. Yeah. Um, yeah, Crazy. it's really sad. Why it's do you just think, so sad because yeah. it's such a stupid reason to die. Yes, it's such a stupid right. reason to die. But apparently they had like protested like lack of safety on the set or whatever. So it's like, I don't know. That's all. That's something to think about. You know, someone's got to pay. Yeah. Something's gonna change. Do you think they'll do the movie still? I don't know. I feel like the movie's got some weird vibes, but in some ways, probably more people have heard about the movie than would have ever heard about it before. Would you want to do the movie still? Like, I would. I'm not really into, like, Westerns in general. Yeah, but, but like, like, forgot about that. You know. Okay, let's say, Sammy, let's say the movie was, like, Alec Baldwin and Mar- It was, like, it's complicated, too. Okay. Not, and not a Western. <laughs> right. Would you still see it? I mean, like, I would probably you watch probably it would. when it's on TV. Like, yeah, you know I, would, I, mean? I mean, I haven't been to the movies. I mean, what was the point of protesting the movie? It's not like the movie has, like... Right. Stands. It's not like the movie is, like, supporting, like, they're, like... accidental so shootings. Yeah. yeah. If anything, I wonder if, like, the the cinematographer's family would, like, somehow, like, benefit from the movie doing better. That's true. I don't know. It depends on, like, what her contract was. Who knows? I'm sure they're going to sue someone. Too. They should. Someone should pay pay them. I mean. Yeah. 
I mean, total wrongful death. Right. Clearly. Yeah. What's interesting is that it's like Alec Baldwin of all people who already has sort of a reputation of being like. Right. When I first saw the article headline, I was like, was this a mistake? Did you? <laughs> I did for like a split second. Like when, he was, when I first saw the headline, there was like Alec Baldwin sh- shot someone on a set. I was like, okay. I mean, like I didn't think, I didn't really think he would do, but it was, it wouldn't like, it wasn't like out of the realm of Alec Baldwin. He's not the type. last celebrity who's going to yeah. shoot someone. Exactly. But he didn't. And I feel bad yeah. now saying that, but it yeah. is interesting that it was him and not like John Krasinski. Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, but I, I, I feel very badly for him. It's tragic, though. It's very, very sad. Terrible, terrible. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. I want to talk about the Netflix show You really quick. I'm, I'm actually into it because I feel like there's a lot on TV. Have you been watching a lot of TV? I am always watching a lot of TV, but I will tell you, like, I'm, I've been watching... Um, Housewives because I was reading that Housewives book and instead of reading it I was just like fuck it I'm just gonna go watch some old Housewives like <laughs> I have I haven't read the book but I've read so many articles about things that were said in the book yeah it seems to have really like the book is just basically like a, it's almost like a a, se- a Housewives in itself season because I feel like it's just stirring so much shit like everyone's mad at everyone now it's a good for book. the things that were written in the book Carol Rad- Radswell um mad at Andy Cohen. And Bethany. Bethany's now mad at Carol and Ramona. Like, there's, like, a lot of... Honestly, Carol comes across, I thought, in the book as, like, better. Maybe that's why Bethany hates it. Well, they they tried to pretend that Bethany staged that Tom picture. Right, right. They do seem to think that. Um, It's not that, like, she staged it. It's that, like, she staged the, like, surprise getting of it, you know? She didn't, like, stage the photo. Like, I mean, I think she gets. She clearly didn't like, wasn't like, okay, Tom, now like lean right. in. She didn't suddenly get, like she, okay, it's more like she didn't suddenly get that while they were on the trip. Like she knew it and then like reacted while they were on the trip. Right. But again, that makes know. good TV. Yeah, we could do a whole episode on, <laughs> on the book. Here book. we are talking about the housewives. Okay, let's talk about different shows. Let's talk about you. You seen you? I, okay, so I saw season one of you. I couldn't do season two. I tried to then go back and do season two again, but I really couldn't get into it. What about you? I think season you? three is better. I, I, I think season one was, uh, and when I say good, I don't mean like good, like really amazing. Shitty good. Yeah, shitty good. I think season three is much better than season two. I watched season two like 
and I did not like it, but I sort of forced myself to finish it. Season three, I think, is a lot more, uh, is like good again. Like season two was the worst season so far. Okay. Well, I couldn't get into season two. So that's, that's what kind of prevented me from watching season three. Should I watch season three just on its own? Just look up a recap because season two is season three is very much based off of season two. So if you just have the general recap for season two, you can watch season three and it's um, it's kind of it's I haven't finished it, but it's pretty good so far. I've okay. also been watching and I mentioned this to you before I watched I watched the whole season of Made. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You which I really that. liked. Yeah. I was like, not. I had really heard seen it advertised anywhere. Well, it was the top of Netflix. Like it was the top. It was the top, yeah. but I hadn't seen anyone really like talk about it or anything. But I happened to watch it. Someone had left it on when I was at my orthodontist appointment. Like, you know how you can watch <laughs> yeah. Netflix. Yeah. And then I just kind of started it, and it was really, really good. Like very underrated show. Andy McDowell's in it with her. Her daughter is the star. Margaret and they Polly play mother is daughter. like is like a very good actress. I would say like she's very good. She was really good. I thought it like just demonstrated what it would be like to be like a poor single mother um, in a like non in like a not like classically abusive relationship, but in a she's in like a uh, kind of like emotionally abusive relationship. So it's hard for people to take her seriously almost with the right. it's hard for her to get like the the same the same like level of concern. Right. As right. if as if her husband was actually like hitting her. I don't even know if he's her husband. He's just like her, the father her guy. Of her yeah. I yeah. mean, maybe I'll watch it when I have no plans this weekend. <laughs> it's really, I watched it so, I was like very interested to see what happened. It was like very much, and it kind of goes into like the government programs, but like in a very, like not boring way. In a fun like in a way. Very, <laughs> in a, no, in a, in a fun way where she's just like, oh my God, it's so hard to navigate. Like, get, like she can't like escape this emotional relationship because she, one, isn't really taken seriously by it. So she has like nowhere to live and like her mom's kind of crazy and her dad's like kind of also sort of abusive. Um, it sounds very deeply stressful. It's not. It's also kind of like not. sweet. It's also like sweet and like it's, it's While she's like navigating food stamps, it's it's not stressful. Not really. Because they, they do it in a way that's still like somewhat playful if that makes sense okay interesting it's really good just watch like watch one or two episodes you'll need to watch the rest dude i guarantee you'll finish it in two days tops okay well when i don't have any halloween parties this weekend like i said you know plenty to do (laughs) yeah i enjoyed it a lot um and i didn't think i was kind of also kind of like this seems weird but then watch a couple episodes well it looks good. good but like i have part of the reason why i like i'm clinging on to the housewives as my like default entertainment is because like when i see too much like emotion in a show these days it really like makes me feel very very i guess the only word could be sad and i just i feel sad and i'm like why am i making myself feel sad it's just like a little too raw and real for me to like I can't. Yeah. I think you feel sad probably maybe more easily than I do. I think so. Like when I see. probably the case. Like it's very like I don't I don't know if I can like just casually watch that. It's really not that heavy though. Like there are heavy shows that are about that sort of thing. This is not it does not feel like that. Even though you just feel like so bad for them. Yeah, because it's almost I think it does a good job of also like. You don't feel like anyone's like a complete 
awful monster. Okay. Because it feels real. Like, I think it's very well done. Like, you're not like, oh, the husband's this bad, terrible man that needs to be like, like, there's moments where he's right. like, and again, he's not like hitting her. So it's like, he like kind of screams at her and like throws shit, but then he's like really nicer. And so I feel like it's, there's a little bit of it that's like, oh, this feels like real, like this is really what it would be like to be with this kind of person. Right. Because they're not like just yelling at you constantly. Like sometimes they're really, really nice to you and seem really sweet. Right. Well, that is how abusive like relationships with narcissists work. Right. But I like the movies that kind of show the 360 version of someone's like real personality instead of like, here's like the bad man and here's like the good person. Right. Do you know what I mean? Okay. All right. I'll give it a shot. But um, yeah, I would just love to discuss. I think you, you would you would enjoy it. It's not that sad. Okay. Not that sad. That's what I would say. <laughs> Yeah, it just um, it hurts to watch sad things. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it was interesting. Just watch it. Okay. Um, so you, uh, I would say watch season three. Um, I think we should talk about Curb quickly, and then we'll get into Succession. Okay. What did you think of Curb? I thought like not their best episode. I was a little underwhelmed. Yeah, not the best. There were I don't even like really remember like what I liked, what I laughed at, but not. The funniest. I feel like they could have done so much more. Like they kind of did it like after COVID, I guess it was. But if they had almost made it about COVID, I feel like that would have been so much funnier. I think we talked about this. How that was what I was expecting from right. them. Right. Agreed. Like it didn't need to be about the like fence. Like I thought when I right. saw the title, I thought when it said like the five foot fence, I thought that was going to be like a play Same. on social distancing. Like. But whatever. The only thing was really like they threw in like a pandemic hoarding thing at the end. But I didn't think that was even that funny. Well, it's like like people are like, I don't think that crowd would get that mad that he was a pandemic hoarder. You know, they would probably be pandemic hoarders. Yeah, they would probably be it, too. And I just thought like if they did it like they should have done. He should have done it for like the like three month period of kind of coming out of the pandemic ish. Yeah, where, like, no one was really sure what was okay because there were so many weird social right things. You know, like oh, I'm inv-. like they should have had him be like invited to a wedding that was in like May of yeah. twenty one. Maybe they will, or not I May. So. Like they should but have done but it. They're in, like all at a funeral. It should have been like last summer, or like but yeah, are you vaccinated? Like there's only there could be a whole thing about like are you vaccinated? Are you not vaccinated? Like there's there's so much there. I'm like surprised that he started. Maybe they'll get into it. Maybe he just had to, like, warm up, you know? I hope so. I was, like, very excited to see what he was going to do with that. And, like, the pandemic hoarding thing, I don't think, was the most interesting way he could have gone. Well, it's interesting because maybe, like, as a rich guy in L.A., like, pandemic hoarders are a real threat. (laughs) It's possible. Like, maybe we don't think it's funny because we don't know any pandemic hoarders. That's true. Like, maybe yeah. that's the thing. Like, rich people in L.A. talking shit about fellow hoarders. But the show is, like, a national show, Larry David. So, like, make it yeah, but relatable. Yeah, but his show is... But the show is always kind of, like, specific to his... Like, there's a reason it's not that broad of an audience in general. Right. It's because it's pretty specific already. That's true. All right. So, hopefully this season gets well, better. Maybe he didn't get to episode. see... He probably didn't get to see anyone because he was in quarantine in L.A. So, he was, like, only around... And he's, like, old, so he was, like, definitely not seeing anyone. But he would probably would have loved that. I would I mean, like, I love that. I'm sure he's, like, even more. He's He is Larry David, so I'm sure he was even more into that. <laughs> yes. Right. 
<laughs> I was into it. I was into not seeing anyone. I didn't think the thing with like the Mexican girl playing the Jewish girl was like that funny. It didn't like stick with me. The main like, yeah. why did Albert Brooks hate him so much? Like, why is Albert Brooks so mad at him for like making a joke out of his stupid He's mad thing? Because he was like, he was like. He was making fun of the fact that he was like even having the funeral in the first place. Yeah, because it was whereas stupid. like Ted Dance, whereas Ted Danson was like going with it. Right, and so was John Hamm. Such surus. I didn't say Ted Danson. I don't. John Hamm. Even in this, I mentioned John, John Hamm. Yeah. Right, such surus. I feel like Ted Danson was supposed to do that, and then like they brought in John Hamm because maybe he wasn't available to play like the Ted, whatever this role Ted Danson was doing. I thought John Hamm was so good at it. John Hamm is pretty good at that. Actually, yeah. and he was good in in the movie that he made. Remember the Curb movie? I forgot what it was called. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, he was good. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with Base, there's room for everything. Fifteen pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with Base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker, and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it, too, from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase that's b-e-i-s travel.com slash betches listen we all know that scratchy pjs can make a cranky kid i want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning and that's why i snuggle them up in little sleepies little sleepies makes award-winning bamboo pjs that moms rave about I am said mom. I am obsessed with little sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable and it's limited edition. So everybody go check it out. Little Sleepies Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Let's start with succession. Okay. What do you think? I have a, I have a, I'm sure, I feel like I know what you think. But. I just feel, and again, I like the dialogue. The dialogue's generally good, but I feel like every episode is sort of the same bullshit. It's like the same, like, and who is the CEO? And you're the CEO and I'm the CEO. 
Or like, is it going to be me? Or like, am I going to take over? Or like, should we should we go against dad? Or should we support dad? It's like right. every episode is exactly this the same one, This one thing. felt particularly repetitive. Because um, it's all people just speaking in a room of like, are we going to support him you know or not? Mean? Yeah. Right. No, I. I mean, that's sort of like every season, every episode of every season. <laughs> no, but this one I felt was like particularly repetitive because it's like, we know, like we already, we already like litigated this issue. Right. Like we've been through all the dynamics and then like Logan says something and it's like, maybe I should stay with dad or maybe I should turn on dad. It's right. like, we've already, we've already done this. Right. Like, like you need to bring make a your new decision. conflict in. Well, I did think it was a little interesting that Shiv did turn on him because like she wasn't, she was, or sorry, she didn't turn on him because she was going to turn <laughs> But that's always sort of like all of them constantly kind of have some iteration of that debate of like, you know, should we like band together or should we like go against dad? And why it's kind of like, I've, let's let's change the plot line a little bit. Why is Roman so, well, in some plots, they could maybe be getting acquired or being acquiring something else. That's another plot line. That's another thing they keep doing, too. It's yeah. like, well why is roman so like obsessed with his dad like his dad knocked his teeth out like last season did he yeah like Knock a day ago that was like two minutes ago well that's i guess the running thing it's like their dad is sort of like abusive but they desperately want his approval but they also like it's like they either need to like all not care about his approval or all because the power comes from like the competition with each other Right. It's kind of like a dictator is only a dictator if people listen to them. And they've all kind of chosen to listen and follow. But the minute you, like, take away your willingness to just bend to them, that's when they lose all their power. Well, it's like everyone would need to take away their willingness, not just, like, one of them. Like, Kendall being, like, um, out isn't going to actually do anything. But if all four of them are out, it would. Which is kind of the same with a dictator. Like, you need everyone to topple the dictator, not just, like, the small resistance group. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it's all still in... The Trojan horse thing was, like, also kind of weird. The donuts? The like actual the, horse? Wait, what What actual You know how, horse? like, some one of the, the, the guys sent a horse to Kendall's the apartment? Did I miss that? It was, like... A, yeah, they sent a horse. Like, it was not a real horse, but it was like. What was it? Did you not watch? It was I horse. did watch. What horse? What do you mean? They sent a horse. Okay, I might have just, like, missed that. Okay, well, then we'll talk about something else, but maybe you need to rewatch. Why did I miss the it horse? Was like a huge horse in the room. Like, he sent it as, like, a sort of, like, a, a symbol. Hold on. I thought he, he sent donuts. Oh, I see. No, Huddle no, threats. No. Yeah. Uh, Logan sent donuts, but like one of the other guys who was like he was in the acquiring talk had sent him a horse. Oh, um Stewie? Sandy? I forgot his name. I don't know. One of the big executive bit guys. Why did I miss the horse? Sean, do you remember a horse? Yeah, okay, so there's definitely a Trojan horse that they bring yes. out of the elevator. It's a real horse. It's not a real oh, horse. A replica of a horse. A replica horse. And then Stewie yes. calls and says, did you like the horse I sent? Which I assume there was supposed to be like a listening device in it or something, but then it never went anywhere. Yeah, right. they just kind of closed that whole, it was like very random feeling. 
But I think it's actually to illustrate the fact that when Logan just sends donuts, it sends them all into a tailspin. That, that's what that's what I thought too. Yeah. So they can have a literal Trojan horse that nobody cares about, but donuts. All of a sudden, everybody's like, "I gotta get the fuck out of here" because he knows. Why were going. they so upset by the donuts? Like, is it that he knew they were there? I think it's kind of like he knows. He's like, this is sort of him being like, I know, and like, don't fuck with me. Also, how great was it when they were like? Do you think he poisoned us? Nah, he wouldn't poison us, but it crosses their mind that their dad He said it's 98% them. sure that he didn't poison them. <laughs> that, that part I didn't miss. But okay, here's the thing. If, if there's any percentage chance that your dad's going to poison you, why wouldn't you band together? Because it's better to be with him than against him. It's just easier. But I also just don't... Is it? He again, might go to I, jail. I don't understand why like they all care so much. That's what I don't care either. All they do is just sit around and talk about like who's going to be the highest in the company. Like they have so much money. They could just be having fun. That's what I don't understand. That's what I've never understood about them. Like why does Shiv care? Like why doesn't Shiv just like go on vacation? Right. Like she's not in the company anyway. She could be not embarrassed by all the bad things that like are befall her family name. Like just go. Why would she? There's no reason that Shiv would want to be CEO. No. Or that she would ever be CEO. Other than like that they're brainwashed by their dad, there's no reason. But then why like work for this liberal like political None candidate? None of them like make no sense. Like psycho like they sh- they all need therapy. <laughs> they really all need therapy very badly. I just don't think they're three dimensional enough for me to like be highly invested in their journeys. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I read this article by cousin Greg. Yeah. Still the best character on the show. He is. Um, Nicholas Braun just being like, it was a New York Post article about how he's like the stud of New York City. Like everyone's obsessed with him. Yeah. Like everyone's like obsessed with him and like he owns that bar and everyone just goes to the bar because he sometimes bartends when they're like short staffed. Um, And now he's just like he's dating multiple women and he's been spotted at these restaurants with like that on a date with like on a date with two brunettes who were making out with each other. (gasps) Um. Oh, so he's like really me. he's really leaning into I think his newfound um fame fame and likability but I feel like it's probably going to change him a little bit uh, it imagine. seems like it's it's I mean if he is at dinner with two brunettes making out with each other I think it's changed him right like, like if he's going to cl- if he's using this fame to like go to clubs and like he's oh, like leaning so he's leaning into it which makes him less hot Totally. He's so much less hot now. If you told me he took out like one lovely woman to a candlelit dinner, I'd be like, what a sexy man. (laughs) I thought he was going to turn into like Jake Gyllenhaal, but no. I think he's more trying to be like a Leo. Yeah, no, I'm not liking that vibe. Like, that's not a good look, Nicholas. Cousin Greg. Greg, go be like a gentleman, you know. Right. Get get away with it because he seems so disarming on the show. I know. He's kind of like, oh, like I'm this lanky, kind of like weird guy. But if you lean too into that, then like you, that's not who you are anymore. No, no, no. What he should be doing is he should be like tipping waitresses $500 at every restaurant in the West Village in the cool area. He could become Tom Hanks. Yeah. Right. Like that's what he should be doing. And then dating one really hot girl. One like super A-list celebrity that like he would never that would he would never be on their radar besides for this show and then like she's really sweet and like also kind of innocent yeah like, Rita what's her name Rita Wilson for him 
She's very old. But no, I got I your mean, point. I got your point. I'm saying. Like, like, um, he, like Tom Hanks didn't go for like, like, uh, fucking Heidi Klum. Like, right, right, right. Like, I could see him dating like, like, uh, like a very good athlete, you know, someone who's like right. focused on their craft. Or like Selena Gomez. He could have got like maybe no. like in his wildest dreams. I don't no, know. No, it would That's not a Taylor Swift pun. It would, be, it would not be. It would not be Selena Gomez. It would be like one of those younger, um, like Kiernan Shipka if she weren't dating. Like, yeah. what's like his that name? That would be Coppola. cool if you heard about that. Yeah. Like Kiernan like, Shipka would be a good example. Like that yeah. type of person. Or um, what's her name? Like Chloe Grace Moritz. Like she'd yes, be a good. She's another one. Yes. Someone who's not too like doesn't have too much scandal abound, you know? Right. Kind of like has a sweet undertone. Yeah, I agree. Instead, he's blowing it. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, maybe that's what he's always. Wa- you don't. We don't know. Like maybe he's. Maybe he's a really he good actor. And like <laughs> we think he's cousin yeah. Greg. But in reality, he's Leo. Right. I like that they had the uncle. He's like, I need someone to pay for my lawyer who's like going to be just for me. And then the uncle obviously uses him for his own agenda. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I The uncle's like uh, enjoyable. I enjoy him. Right. Because he's the only one where it's like a kind of like he's a, very clearly against the brother and like it makes sense why. And he's like taking a stand and there's no like other weird stuff around. Yes. Because he's kind of like, he makes sense because he's like, I'm already rich and this man's like terrible. So yeah. why wouldn't I come out and say that's why terrible? I don't that's why I don't get why Greg doesn't just like ask his grandpa be like, can you just like fund me to have like a an upstanding job? You know what I mean? Like why? Like if I'm his grandpa, I'm like, fuck you. You're in, you're in that company. Why do I want to like. like Why would right. I even like help you in th- with that? Like if anything, if I'm that grandpa, I'm like. I'll give you money, but like go work somewhere like ethical or right. You know. Well, that's kind of what he said. Like if you keep working there, you're out of the will, and then you'll give you. I'll leave you five million dollars. Oh, but then, the no, then he finds person. out he's, he's going to get five million dollars anyway. No matter if he cuts him out of the will, he's still going to get five million dollars, <laughs> and he'll be the poorest rich person. Right. I mean, the character of Greg is also sort of awful, despite his like sort of like innocent projections, yeah. because. He's still in it for the money. Otherwise, like, why is he there? Right, right. He Maybe, still likes the nice apartment. Well, his mom told him, remember, like, when we first met Cousin Greg, his mom was like, you've got to get into the company. Could, right. Yeah. As it kind of would, I guess, in real life. Yeah, exactly. Well, this Nicholas Braun news was the most entertaining part of this combo. Yeah, the New York Post did a whole head. I have to send you the article. It was like, Basically about how Nicholas Braun is like the New York City guy to like heartthrob. We got to go hang out in the West Village. Yeah, we got to go. What's it called? Ray's? Ray's is the bar. Oh, yeah. It was an article about like Ray. It was like we're at Ray's on like a on like a Friday night and like there's celebrities coming in and out. But like the only reason anyone's there is to like see Cousin Greg. <laughs> And for their chance to like, well, that's why quote, we would go. They quote all these women, and then they quote women that he's like sleeping with, like blindly, whatever, like blind yeah. quotes, like women he's sleeping with or women he's gone on a date with, and talking about like what his do appeal, those women say? His sex appeal, all this other stuff. But like, he's clear, like it's clearly there's clearly that he's sleeping with like dozens of women. Wow, I wonder like if he tell like how he you know he makes that clear to them. You I know? guess, I mean, this New York Post article is really uh, 
doing the work for that yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of a lot of those girls probably think they're gonna be the one to like yeah. change him here's the thing i wouldn't think he was hot if he weren't cousin greg this is fully like a tv totally i would just be like he's any guy you know he's extremely tall yeah is another okay. part of the article so okay. maybe he stands out in that way okay so he's tall but like i'm never i was never the girl who's like i need the tallest man like right um <laughs> i'll send you the article it was really funny to read just because it was like yeah because it's, it's funny it. that it's like a it's very posty. Okay. You're posty. Yeah. But it was enjoyable. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Betch's co-founder, Aileen. And as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Okay, should we play a game? And call Sean in for the game. I would love to. All right, guys, you guys are going to like this one. This game is called Trick or Treat. Okay. (laughs) Original. But it's going to be both challenging and informative. I was actually wondering where the term Trick or Treat came from. 
So this is, that's what this is inspired by. So I'm going to tell you guys, it turns out the traditional trick-or-treating is a Scottish and Irish tradition, which was called guising as in disguising that dates all the way back to the 16th century. And then the tradition came over here in the 20s, but the first instance of trick-or-treat wasn't recorded until 1927, uh, at which point, basically, it does refer to um, kids coming up with the idle threat of playing a trick on a homeowner's house unless they hand out a treat. So that might be self-explanatory, but I did not know that until today. So for today's game, you're going to get the choice of a trick or a treat. So if you choose trick, I will, of course, give you a trick, a.k.a. a Halloween-themed riddle that you guys have to figure out. Or if you choose treat, you're going to get a Halloween candy-related trivia question. But here's the best part. You guys are friends, so you go trick-or-treating together. So you guys are going to answer all of these questions together. So oh, wow. Fun. So it's not like so we don't have yes. to compete today. No competing today. So you guys are going trick-or-treating as adults okay. today Fun. on that Betches podcast. So, Sammy, you go first. Do you want a trick or a treat? I want to do a trick. Okay, trick. So here is the first riddle of the game. The person who built it sold it. The person who bought it never used it. The person who used it never saw it. What is it? This is a Halloween-themed riddle. I have no idea. No <laughs> A haunted house? A ghost? Cl- uh, good good trick. I was thinking it's actually house. a coffin. It's a coffin. Oh, so I started with a heart. Wow. That's like our sample okay. question. Okay, so that's riddle number one. All right, your turn, Jordana. Do you I feel want- like I'm in Harry Potter? Okay. I know. <laughs> You're like the ghost that's like asking me, giving me permission to use the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna just- Jordana, your turn. Do you want a trick or a treat? Treat. Treat. Okay. According to the national Retail Federation's annual 2021 Halloween spending survey. So they did a survey. Around $3 billion expect to be spent on candy this year. What did their survey find is the most popular Halloween candy in 2021? This is actually often the top of the list. And I know a lot of people love this Oh, we can do it together? We're working together. I think it's probably Reese's. Is it candy corn? Reese's or candy corn? I mean, candy corn I don't think it's candy corn. People hate candy corn. People hate candy corn. My thought is it would be Snickers or Reese's. Those are like what I think are generally regarded as the top candies. Let's go with Reese's. The correct answer is Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. We've got ourselves a point. It was both the most popular and the most sold. Think about like what a thing people make out of Reese's. Like people are obsessed with Reese's. I was such, I was the kid, I would trade Reese's for everything because you could get whatever you want for Reese's. And I was like, give me all the Snickers. Give me the Milky Ways. All right, next up, Sammy, trick or treat? Trick. You want another trick? Okay, here we go. This one I think you guys are going to get. I am present, but also past. I am wrapped, but not a gift. I am named after a parent, but have no children. What am I? Mummy. Mummy? You guys got it. It's a mummy. All right, we're we're on board with tricks. Jordana, I'm yes. going to give you, I'm going to give yours. <laughs> we're going to go back to a treat for you. The 2021 okay. Halloween survey also did a poll of the worst Halloween candy. What did voters rank as what they thought was the worst Halloween candy? Candy corn. No, no, no. I think it's almond joy. Oh, that's a good answer. The correct answer. Jordana got it right. It is actually candy corn. Really? You know what I think the thing about candy corn is it's the first like two candy corns are like pretty good. But like the tenth like is corn. gross. Like you. Okay, I love candy corn. I don't see the appeal at all. So good and gross. Who knew this was Reese's like day in the sun? 
Really, yeah. Reese's is, is Reese's shy. are the kind of like I think the number one candy. Like, not that they're my favorite candy, but I think they are sort of like universally like. If everyone had to choose, that yeah, would be. If I it. had to pick, I like Snickers too. Those are really good. Snickers are very good. I personally am a Milky Way girl. I know that those are good too. Milky Ways are I love so Milky Ways. Good. I would eat a Milky Way over really any candy. I like the crack. You know what to too. get me. <laughs> I mean, as an adult, the Lindt chocolate truffles are really like, you're not spending that for kids. That's a little too high yeah. quality for the trick-or-treaters. This is true. This is true. All right, Sammy, trick-or-treat. Trick again. I like okay. I like tricks. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I have no feet to dance. I have no eyes to see. I have no life to live or die, but yet I do all three. Ghost? That sounds right. I think she's right. Okay, again, no or a skeleton. No feet to dance, so this thing does dance. I have no eyes to see. I have no life to live or die, and yet I do all three. Did you write these, Sean? A skeleton? No, these are both really good. Yeah, I made these up. No, these are all from <laughs> these are places from a place I found called the internet. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, you must have like done a lot of prep for this, <laughs> writing these like sonnets. <laughs> you guys were close. Ghost dance. is a good guess. Ghost is a good guess. The dance was supposed to give it away. This one is actually fire because a fire does live and die. Oh, I would never, never. I was in human forms. I was not in like the elements. Yeah. All right, Jordan, do you want to stick with tricks or do you want to go to treats? Let's do treat. I still don't really understand the difference, but I'm... Well, treats oh, are treat all candies. Like a... oh, this is, we're doing oh, candy okay. stuff. Okay, here we go. The actor trick-or-treating was actually got a huge boost, according to Wikipedia, in international popularity from the movie E.T. It actually spread it across the globe. Um, yeah. the movie's it was Reese's all, again. Well, I think you know the answer to this one. The movie is also famous for pioneering the practice of product placement movies. What candy did the movie serve to popularize? Jordana, do you know this I think, one? I think Sammy just gave away Reese's, you well, said, right? Close, but it's Sammy. It was Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Uh, okay, I haven't, I I haven't was a actually seen E.T. craving Reese's Pieces watching E.T. I was just... Love them. I haven't sure. seen E.T. Is that really weird? I understand. That was my main focus. Jordan, you it is a little watch weird. It. You gotta see. It's a good I mean, movie. It's hard to watch old movies. I, I think this movie actually is not hard, hard to, to watch. It's hard to watch a movie like that at this age. Right. Like, I feel like my window for, like, enjoying that movie has passed. That might be so. Reese's Pieces had only come out like three years before the movie. And now they That movie had me fucking craving that shit at age three. Like, I don't know what, how old I was. <laughs> it's the big Reese's Pieces lobby. It's <laughs> like, they, were, they worked. It worked. We have time for, I think, two more. So, Sammy, I know you like. I'll take a trick again. You got to take another trick. Okay. This I like is, the tricks. They're weird. This one is simple. Here we go. But challenging. I have hundreds of ears, but I can't hear a thing. What am I? Corn. You are a cornfield. Corn well done, a cornfield. Wow. Cornfield, Sammy, you got it right. <laughs> You're doing good on these. Jordana, we're going back to, <laughs> to treats because I know you like this. Okay, this one. I don't think you guys are going <laughs> to know so this, but I found we're this, on the same team, Jordana. I know. I found this to be. A, uh, a, this was good trivia. I did not know this. What popular candy bar was named after a family's horse? Candy. Dylan? No, that's that's not. This is a very, very popular candy. Very, very popular. Candy bar, like not a candy store. Candy bar. Almond Joy? No, Almond Joy is actually named after almonds. Wait. um, Um, A candy bar named after a horse? Yeah. I'm going to give you the answer. Because there's no way you would know this, but Snickers is named after a family's horse. 
Now, I thought it was named after Snoopy. Right, I'm going to give you guys a more accountable <laughs> one. How many colors of M&M's? This is a two-part. How many colors of M&M's are in a typical bag? The, your standard bag of M&M's, how many colors are there? Red, orange, six. yellow, green, blue, brown, six. The correct six. answer is six. Oh, wow. I just made that up. In 1995, great, well done. In 1995, they added blue. They added blue. What color did they replace in 1995 to add blue? Tan. The correct it was hits. Beige. I mean, Sammy is so good at this game. It was like a beige one. You're talking it, about candy. <laughs> and they, this is true. I do remember them doing that. I remember the beige M&M's. I remember the, da- the beige ones. All right. La- this is our last question. I don't. Here we go. I guess it wasn't in the candy scene. <laughs> I so was, clearly. Final trick in the game. You guys have gotten so many points. I've lost count. All right. Here we go. I am tall when I'm young, I am short when I'm old, and once a year, I make heavy pumpkins light. I am tall when I'm young, I am short when I'm old, and once a year, I make heavy pumpkins light. Like a knife? I don't know. A lighter? A match? Well... Oh, a match! Close, we're so close. I mean, what does one put inside of a pumpkin to make it light? A candle? It is a candle. Because you're tall when you're young, you're short when you're old, and you light up pumpkins every year at Halloween. You guys did so well together. Congratulations to everybody listening. I'm sure you're playing along and got all of them right along with us. Yes. I'm sure. John, these are so hard. Sammy's so good at them. (laughs) We need to do something that I'm good at. He's trying. He's, He's trying. trying. Every week One he day. tries. We work together. There's no winners. We all we're win all together. We're all the same team. Yeah. Did, all right. Even though we're all the same team, she's still competing. I know. I need to win somehow. All right. You did win. Oh, yeah. We did. I did win. But yeah. I, I'll know if there's ever a trivia game to pick you as my partner. I recommend um, that. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it for this week's At Betches podcast. Don't forget, new episodes come out every Thursday. And be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple or Spotify. And we will talk to you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Dana Samuel. Editing by Sean Kilby and Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. 